Radio Sports Summer of Cricket with Racine. Quality paint and colours, perfect for your projects. New Zealand justified their decision to put Bangladesh into bat when they won the toss on day one of this test match at Seddon Park in Hamilton. Despite the batting skills of the top order of the Bangladesh batting, New Zealand dismissed them for 234 today and in reply it stumps New Zealand 86 without loss, Raval 51, Latham on 35. Sent into bat, Bangladesh had an outstanding start really. They had 57 runs up in 10 overs before they lost their uh, first wicket, that of uh, Shadman Islam, but really there was nothing in their batting that could match the efforts of uh, Tamar Mikbal, who we'll talk about a little bit uh, further further on, getting through to his 126. Jeremy Coney, I was left with the impression early on in that first session that New Zealand was still in one-day mode. Well, they started, Brian, I think that they thought they might get more... Um, receptive kind of overhead conditions that they would get the ball to swing. And I thought that Bolt and Southie, who opened up with the new ball naturally enough, kept on bowling a very full length for quite a long time and Tamman started to find his rhythm of playing strokes through the offside and so on. And then they either dragged it down and he started to see that quite nicely and he played his cuts and his hooks. That He, he started to get into a, a nice kind of rhythm about playing his innings. And so did uh, Shabman actually as well. And so the, the runs were coming at quite a decent clip, both going at between six and seven runs and over. Saudi has another option, of course, he can run across the fingers and run it through, you know, across the left-hander, but that just kept getting bashed, frankly. And so then they went to straight away to bowling short, and so they changed very quickly. And I never felt in those first ten overs I saw a solid concentration of what you might describe as a stock ball, that you run up and you put it just outside off stump. Whoever's batting on a decent kind of length, there it is. And if you hit that for four, I'm going to put it there again and you're going to take a risk. They were probably a little bit disappointed they didn't get the conditions that they would like to have seen some more some more receptive things for them happening at the other end. Yeah, Peter McGlash and uh, those boundaries, there were just far too many boundary balls bowled in that early part of the innings, wasn't there? Yeah, and the difficult thing for Captain Kane Williamson is that they were coming on both sides of the wicket. It's not like he was able to block off one side and the odd one snuck through. It was a case of a cut shot for four, a drop kick for four, uh, you know, a cover drive for four on, on both sides and uh, as Jeremy mentioned, you, you got the sense that they had a plan before the game started and when that didn't plan, kind of didn't uh, come to fruition they were reluctant to kind of go to a plan B or a plan C, they were quite set in their ways and determined to push the ball across, push the ball across I think there was three or four left-handed batsmen at the top of the order um, and that reluctance really did allow Bangladesh to get a pretty good head of steam up uh, early on and it looked like they were building a very good platform um, and many of the middle order faced plenty of deliveries and should have really capitalised on the start they'd got. I thought actually Williamson got to a point where he encouraged them to bowl one side, he dropped the man right out at deep cover or a deep cover point and said there you are I'll give you I'll give you this out there as well if you can just please keep it out on one side so they can score on one side of the ground we can do something about that can't do it when they're going both sides well one man that was scoring both sides of course was uh, Tommy McBale 126 in his innings was the star turn of the day Tamam Iqbal wide of the off stump and driven through extra cover out to the boundary rope for four here is a drive into the surface, bouncing over cover, and another four. 
remarkable stuff. 50 up for Tama McBall in just 37 balls. Tama McBall drives handsomely through the covers for four. Down the ground to the offside of the block, and it's going to speed away to the boundary for four. Cut stroke backward a point down to the fence for four more. Slashed away a 14th boundary, 75. What an innings this is from Tama McBall. Around the wicket to Tamim, who's slashing at this and hitting it behind point all the way to the boundary. So four more runs for Tummy McBall. Drives into the covers, through the covers, out towards the extra cover boundary. Chased there for a ball. I don't think he's going to get it. No, it's gone for four. Southie falls to Tammy McBall, who takes the bottom hand off and flails at the ball. It's gone down through backward point. Tammy McBall, who pulls it away into the onside, out towards mid-wicket. It's going to go away towards the boundary and is going to produce a century for Tammy McBall. He's gone to 102 from 100 deliveries. A quite outstanding hundred from the Bangladesh opening batsman, Tamim Iqbal. It was a quality innings, uh, wasn't it, Peter? Yeah, it sure was. He was aggressive from the outset. Um, he scored all around the wicket, and he was particularly strong through that sort of extra cover to backward point region where, as Jeremy said, they were willing to throw someone out there, um, but he just really took what New Zealand gave him. He continued to accumulate through that area and punished New Zealand when they bowled too short. Didn't take any risks either, did he? No, well, I mean, there was, so, you know, when you play aggressively like that, you do give the opposition a bit of a chance. He was dropped, wasn't he, once, yeah. I think, on 65 when Colin de Grandon Grandon, put yeah. down a, a court and bowled. But other than that, other than the, the odd little mistiming, but he, he hit the, in the preponderance of his innings, he hit it very, very calm, very sweetly, lovely rhythm to his strokes. And really, the New Zealanders had no answer for him at that stage. And all he needed was somebody to stick with him, yep. but nobody could. They had a, you know, three little twenties yep. dotted about the rest of the innings, but with seven batsmen, no one of those other six could stay with him for any length of time that could make a difference. So his innings would actually stand out. It stands out like a beacon still, but there should be some more other packing in around him, and they would have got to a total that really would have threatened New Zealand. New Zealand bowling Peter McGlashan was a little bit loose early on. Uh, Southie, well, he was going at 5.4. That's that's way too many. But he ended up getting four wickets. Uh, but it was brought together by the uh, bowling of uh, Wagner, who got five. Sorry, uh, Southie got three. But, but Wagner's five was the quality bowling, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was the point of difference. Uh, you know, There wasn't much swing for Boulder Southie early on, and really it was looking like it was going to get pretty desperate for a while. Astor wasn't really showing any menace. He only bowled the five overs, but it was Wagner, that point of difference, that aggression round the wicket, over the wicket, full, short, strange fielding positions at times but uh, it was just always threatening 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 and created false shots from the Bangladesh batsmen yeah it's it's not pretty stuff from Wagner but it's effective and he's got his uh, skills honed perfectly oh I don't think we quite. value Wagner enough I think his the continual effort and industry that he shows and that combination between a natural left arm angle and that skiddy accuracy that he gives always at the bat head and round their shoulders nothing too wide that they get mental respite at all, they either can't defend it and they can't attack it safely and I think I've just gone through very quickly, I think six or seven batsmen are out to the short pitched ball today. Yes, you look at the New Zealand side and uh, just quickly before we uh, hear from uh, Neil Wagner uh, you think of somebody like Matt Henry but it's hard to find a place for him in a side that's got uh, pace attack like this 
there isn't a place for him at the moment unless you're looking at someone like Southie. If, if he's the weak link, then it's certainly not Wagner. He's a left armour, OK, and he, he provides a different... He questions different parts of a batsman's technique. Bolt, of course, is swinging it. So really, that's the only the part I think that Henry could come in. Wagner, 16 overs and two balls, four maidens, five for 47, another five-wicket bag for the New Zealand left armour. Wagner is in, down the leg side. I think he might have got a nick to it. He lifted and raised his wrists and his bat, and it's connected with the uh, gloves on the way through to Watling. And Mominal is out. In goes Wagner again, left arm over the wicket to Mitten. This is dropped in short. It's hit in the air into the mid-wicket area, and the catch is taken. Tom Latham takes the catch. This one is a top edge from the pull stroke, down towards long leg. Man lining it up and taking the catch. Trent Bolt. Gobbles it up, top edged by Mamadoula, the captain departs court, Bolt, Bold, Wagner. This one's ballooning straight to the man at short leg. Easy as you would like. Mayadi goes. Wagner bowls to Dash, the delivery has him pulling the ball away to the onside. Down the long leg, takes the catch. Five wickets for Neil Wagner. Bolt takes the catch in the deep, and the innings comes to an end. Lytton Dash is out, caught Bolt. Bold Wagner for 29. Wagner, 16 overs and two balls. Four maidens, five for 47. Another five wicket bag for Neil Wagner. A welcome return to the international fold after some time in the domestic wilderness. Yeah, quite nice to obviously get back out there today. Um, sometimes feel like you take obviously quite a big break away from the squad and the team and uh, just nice to get test cricket away again. And um, yeah, quite a pleasing day personally, but we had to work really hard, so it was good. Yeah, you had to work hard, and, and I guess there were some uh, reflections at lunchtime when they'd got away with you, 122 for one. Probably a little bit concerning about the way they were able to do that. Yeah, I thought um, Tommy played it extremely well. Um, he, you know, brought the attack to us. Um, whenever he missed, he capitalised on it, and he tried to hit us off our limbs. So I thought, you know, uh, good on him, really well played. I think it was a, a really good innings. Um, and then, yeah, I think we obviously regrouped and and try and focus on what we can control and change and, and be effective as much as we can. Um, we thought, obviously, Wicked was going to offer a little bit more at the start than what it actually did. Um, so we just had to adapt our plans towards it and um, obviously get the ball in the right areas for long periods of time, and I thought we did that well. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder whether you thought for a while that perhaps it was not the right move to bowl first that you might have liked to bat first. Um, it takes a brave captain to look at that Wicked and, and go, you want to bat first. Um, so I think, yeah, nothing nothing wrong with toss. So at the end of the day, uh, whatever gets thrown to you, I think we um, you know good enough as a team to try and adapt and, um, you know, at times you're going to get a good player like Tamron showed to, to come at us and, and play the way he did. And obviously I thought uh, credit to our bowlers to keep sticking at it and, and obviously try and find a way of, um, you know, obviously getting ourselves back into the game and I thought we did that well. You said that there wasn't as much as you thought. There Was there anything at all for the bowlers? Um, not really as much as we thought. Uh, it didn't really swing uh, around or nip around as much. Um, and if it did, I thought they played it really well. Um, I thought their decision-making was pretty good and... Whenever you felt like you were in uh, with a shot, um, they adapted to it quite nicely. So, um, uh, yeah, a little bit slower, um, but obviously I think it will quicken up as the game goes on and, and that can get us back into the game too. You got into your rhythm pretty quickly, uh, your ability to keep control of the uh, scoring rate and also to put a bit of pressure on the batsman uh, just came back nice and comfortably for you. Yeah, I think it's just exciting to... Um, it was quite refreshing to play some white ball cricket for, for Northern Districts and it refreshes the body up a little bit and you don't bowl too many overs or too many of these sort of bounces and things like that. It can be quite weary in your body at times and, um, yeah, I guess uh, coming back in, you know, just fizzes always just to, to play test cricket and it was quite nice to 
To get a run in again and, um, you know, obviously just contributing to the team, um, I thought it was just nice to try and find my feet and, and do my bit and, um, yeah, came off on the day. On his board, though, uh, that's nice. and nice to celebrate something uh, personal milestone. Uh, this being now my sort of new home ground, um, it is quite nice, to be honest. Um, uh, it's not something you play for, but it is nice, a little silver lining in the back of it. Um, to have that there and, and, and reflect on it as well, um, it is quite nice. Uh, to join you know, your other teammates and partners in, in something in the history is, is pretty pleasing. And um, like I said, whichever way I can contribute for us to win test matches is the only thing that matters to me. Yeah, the, the batsmen came out and put on a good partnership, so you've, you've pretty much won day one and justified the bowl first decision. Yeah, we had to work really hard for it. Um, like I said again, uh, we had to find ways of, of you know, um, Pulling it back, uh, being consistent in our areas, get the wickets, and I thought, you know, Tom and, and Jed played exceptionally well. I thought their bowlers bowled pretty well. They showed, um, you know, a lot of consistency. They swung the ball. They got it in good areas. They sort of started off a lot better um, than what we did, and they, they, you know, they asked really good, challenging questions. I thought Tom and Jed did an excellent job in the way they approached it, and and got us into a, quite a good position. So pretty happy about that. And then you had to keep your watch on. Night watchman duties again was. Yeah, um, I quite enjoy doing it. Um, gives you a chance to bat. Um, but yeah, uh, at times when the body is a little bit stiff and sore, it's quite nice to not to get out there, so I'm glad they did the job. <laughs> Congratulations on another five people bag. Good luck for the rest of the game. Thanks, Wes. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Radio Sports Summer of Cricket with Photo Warehouse. Selling nice cameras to nice people for over 30 years.